Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. everybody welcome to the show it is tuesday it is june something that of uh, of that i i'm fairly confident i feel it's a tuesday and it's a day in june beyond that we're just going to kind of keep it loosey-goosey so have we now had I guess it's in the eye of the beholder, depending who you're cheering for. Uh, have we had back-to-back playoff series in the West that have gone uh, meh on us? Have they gone uh, have left us wanting more with what we thought we were going to get? Because a round ago it was the Battle of Alberta. Buckle up, gr- grab a hold of your of your seat, and hope that it's bolted to the floor because it's going to be a wild ride. And it started crazy and then it ended fast and it was kind of underwhelming and it had a lot of people scratching their heads what happened to Calgary and obviously Oilers fans are very excited but I think for the most part people are going to use six or seven games I thought we had a little more here uh, the Oilers move on you get to the Western Conference final and it's Nate versus uh, Connor and this whole thing over and four now credit to the Avs and uh, I guess credit to the uh, to the Oilers as well scored a lot of goals despite uh, losing Enforced, right? Put up a lot of offense. Sure. Um, but now we sit and we wait for how long? I mean, we're gonna nine to twelve. I guess eight to eleven as Is of this cr- morning. What? It's a long time. What are we going to do? Watch the Eastern Conference, the Jays and the Royals, the Stockton. Eight to eleven days. It's a long time. It's a long time. Now, nah, you know, whatever. Colorado's very good. They deserve to move on, obviously. But I just wonder, here we are going into the cup final, and I think that there is always a little bit of uh, fatigue that sets in. We've watched a lot of hockey. Now imagine you take 8 to 11 days off after two rounds that kind of left you. Eh. Have fun firing that engine up again. Yeah, and especially coming off... This series with Edmonton, where at times it, it felt dicey, but it never did it ever never feel not like right, Edmonton it, was going to win. It never felt really like a playoff series, especially once it shifted to Edmonton, and it never really felt like Edmonton had much of a chance. These last two series both were kind of billed as the boxing match of the century, and we were treated to second and first round knockouts by the predicted favorite. Which yeah. is kind of not necessarily how you would see it going. So here we are. Leaves you wanting yeah. more. It's a bit of a catch-22 for me. I really do love the grind of the playoffs and the hockey every night. And you get back-to-back games and you get in the conference final. And now it's all focused on just a couple games going off night. Both Colorado getting this early sweep. There's a couple more off nights already. Oh, it's going to be a lot of off nights. Yeah. 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 
which is great for Colorado. Yeah, get a little healthier. But I'm, you know, I'm selfish. Look, I, I mean, we not to start on a negative tone. Well, sure. Not, not to go that way. Mm-hmm. But it's. Uh, it means it's coming it's, to an end. It's over, and like I say, it, it not just that it's over. It was really never in doubt. I don't think anybody. Maybe some did anybody pick the Oilers to win this series? I don't think so. I picked Avalanche in five, so yeah, so I guess we're not that far off. Thought maybe they were going to find a way last night. Fun game. It well, yeah, it was. Except if you're an Oiler fan, yeah, 100%. when you score five on home ice and you blow leads in the third, definitely win those games. But they can't win those games, and now it becomes an off season. Where I would suggest once again, goaltending, yeah, is going to be a hot topic. Well, there was the reports that Miko Koskinen is expected to go back to the KHL. His contract expiring, uh, or I guess has expired. Yeah, he's done the now. Correct wording yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Smith signed for one more year because, of course, just ask Ryan. They signed him for two years last off season. Yeah, thank God, Ryan's not here to let us all know about the contract status of Mike Smith. It's interesting because goaltending is number one, and if you want to go out and get a legitimate starter, the ticket's probably four to six million dollars per year. Plus, you've got Mike Smith as your kind of tandem situation, so the the cost for the goaltending is starting to ride up. And cap friendly as of this morning had the Oilers with just over seven million dollars in cap space, and that's got to go towards your second goaltender whether you won a one B or you get someone, some big deal player in there. Three pretty key RFAs. I would say Ryan McLeod had a pretty solid postseason. really popped for me with his speed. Jesse Puliyarvi and Kyler Yamamoto are all RFAs. Yamamoto and Puliyarvi with our brights. Can you bring back Evander Kane? Can you bring back Brett Kulak? Because you only got $7 million, so you're going to have to get creative if you want to do all those things. Well, you're not bringing Kane back. After the playoff that he had in the end of the season, once he, well, his season, once he showed up in Edmonton, somebody out there, and we've seen, we've seen the Carolina Hurricanes do it. Sure. They did it with uh, Tony D'Angelo. You find some players that have a bit of baggage. You bring them into a market where it's, we don't get blitzed with nationwide attention. So he's not going to play in Canada. I don't yep. think he'll play in a hockey market. They'll find he'll find himself some spot and probably make very good dough because he's he's only thirty. Guy's got lots of hockey left, but it won't be in Edmonton. And I and then it's so who are who are these goalies? Who's available free agency wise? Yeah. And like you said, because of their cap situation, it feels like it's got to be a trade of some sort. And there's a lot of goaltenders that we know have already nixed trades to Edmonton. Like there were the reports that Varlamov did that on the island this year, and John Gibson was. Not necessarily eager to go. So that's another issue that you're kind of dealing with in itself if you're Edmonton too. It's not only finding the guy that fits your system, but it's getting the guy to get up there too. I wonder if it changes. Um, They made it to round three yep. with that goaltending. Mm-hmm. And you watch two unbelievable, truly epic up there with some of the all-time playoff performances from McDavid and Dreisaitl. A very injured Dreisaitl, who we'll talk about today. If you didn't have... I mean, we're not talking to the right people today. We're not talking to the right people today to 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 start the... How about Leon Dreisaitl, guys? 
You know, get a load of this guy. Wrong market, wrong time, still fresh. I get it. But how about Leon Dreisaitl on on one leg, limping around, still managed on for every odd shift, throw it into high gear, try and beat a guy wide or at least bull his way to the net. He played last night. I'm looking for these 25-21. Like it was not he skated more than Connor McDavid in the first period. 25 minutes, 21 seconds, can't skate. 68% in the faceoff dot, four <laughs> shots, four assists. It's one of the it, it's truly it, it's one of those all-time things. If you win that series, that's like Kurt Schilling, bloody sock, Red Sox. Oh yeah, type without stuff. a doubt. Were you gonna you 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 just yawned right there? Did you? No. Did you I, yawn? No, it wasn't a yawn. It you, was you like grabbed, a, you grabbed your face and your eyes are half open and then you close them. I feel like it's a st- deep thought you know about Leon Dreisaitl and what he's doing. Just put a pin in it. Sure. We'll get a little coffee here. Have some coffee, Matt. Matt Rose in for Ryan Pinder this week. What'd you do yesterday? Went to Stamps practice. Because you were fatigued. Closed practice. You were fatigued yesterday morning as the show went on. Yeah, I had a little bit of a nap. Did you? Stampeders practice. Mm -hmm. And then it was full bore. It was groceries. It was walk the dog. It was other (laughs) silly dumb errands. And then hockey. Yeah. Sat down, two screen experience, stocked in on one, playoff game on the other. Look at you, really, hey? You're, yeah. Uh, Why not? What a fine young reporter you are. Like, it would be different if they were just off in the regular season, but they're in the conference finals. Like, what a, what a tremendous, young, burgeoning, blossoming sports reporter slash host you are. Do them I can. You did a four-hour shift in the morning. You then went to football. Oh. You then went to practice. You then watched a pair of hockey games. I forgot to mention I came back to do an hour-long show on the Stampeders from 5 to 6. That right. was the dumb errands that I'm forgetting about. There you go. So I did five hours on the station yesterday, a trip to McMahon, wrote the Stampeders report, and then watched hockey for three hours. So it was a pretty quiet day. Was it worth it? In the end, like as you sit here today and you look back at your Monday, what else was I going to do on a Monday when it was raining and gloomy? Well, and maybe like, half of that. I still found a way to play a little bit of video games. Yeah, yeah. Good mix mix you, in yeah. a few uh, laps around the ice on the old NHL twenty two. No problem. Yeah. Who? Do you, what team do you use? Uh, playing some Ultimate Team. Gotcha. So you kind of make your own team as you go. The top line is. Um, Jonathan Taves, Paul Bizonette, and Alexi Lafreniere. Gotcha. Yeah, it's really good. Remember I said this isn't the right place to talk about Dreisaitl? Yeah. I was right. Text lines. I'm uh, wrong a lot, but I'm also right <laughs> a lot. I, I'm going to open up the text line. Yeah, you can open up the fan feedback line, 960-960. People are free to text in with their thoughts on the program, sport, life in general. How's the shouting fraud today, friends? Well, I mean, I knew it. You you know that if you come on here around after the Oilers beat the Calgary Flames in the playoffs, do not start applauding efforts of the Edmonton Oilers. There's an F bomb in there. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. There we go. 
No way he was that injured the way he was playing. I don't buy it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, look, maybe, maybe Were he you was, watching him every time he fell down? Maybe he was milking it, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe he's saying, if we're going to get swept, I'm going to make it look as though I can barely get around the rink because then... What, are they going to criticize me? Look at me, how injured I am. What was me? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't I, buy it, Boom. I think he was injured. I, I don't buy it. I believe that, nope. he was, uh, that he was hurting and laboring, and despite that, managed to put up four points. Fake news. Is it fake? All right. OF, please, Dreisaitl, a defensive liability. Well... <laughs> Like, what are we talking? I mean, he had four assists. Who cares? <laughs> he had 32 points in 16 <laughs> games. Who cares? In 16, Who cares? in the 16 games, he had three of them with four or more assists. Yeah, but I bet he was minus one, boom. Most tied for seventh in terms of uh, most assists. In a single playoff yeah, and well, only played three rounds. But what was his expected goals ah, against well, uh, whatever. five on five? Boom. Come on. Defensive liability. Hey, listen, I just throw stuff out that you don't have to do anything. I said, you. I didn't say you have to respect Leon Dreisaitl. I said, how about Leon? How about that guy? Just put a little respect. He's big, big as a house. For my money, best passer in the league and can score. And was and he's got a little snarl. And was rumored to be injured. Anyway. I don't buy it. 30 shifts. There's a lot of the McDavid. There's a lot of cherry-picking McDavid stuff out there today, too. All right, hit me with some of your favorites. Hey, did you know... What, what that, is it, Boom? That Connor McDavid is the first... Art Ross winner in back-to-back years. So the first guy to win the Art Ross in back-to-back seasons to then be swept in the postseason. Really? Yeah. Like, granted, it was round three, but he <laughs> was swept in round three. And you go back, and he was uh, he was swept last year. Um, 16 points in the eight losses that they sustained over three rounds. That's the most. Most points in losses in a, in a single postseason history. No one's had more, and then lost. So it's how <laughs> is, can we that... how can we find a way to say guys really good, but ha ha lost. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I listened to a bit of the Oilers radio the last two games. They kept talking about how amazing Kale McCarr was, and they kept referring him as the. Uh, Product of the AJHL, they couldn't bring themselves to say he was from Calgary. Man, I was annoyed. I'm glad they lost just for that. Um, <laughs> I okay. I I don't know if that was, maybe it was, but I would think if ever Edmonton radio or, or Edmonton fans would be fine talking about Calgary would be right now. Yeah, because what's the? I mean, it's scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I see Calgary Five games. Oh, yeah. yeah. F- f- what happened last round? Oh man. Uh, so I don't know if that was it, but who am I to say I'm not on Oilers radio? It's been a long time since I've been on Oilers radio. Um, down from Brooks. Yeah. I mean, Calgary guy. Close enough. He's a sweet boy. You know what he is? Good people. He's a fan of the show. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. Wow. He and his old man. Love to hear They've it. They've been because, uh, of course, he's still very young. Yeah, he's... and I've been doing this for a very long time. Yes. So as a young guy, he, he uh, he's like, yeah, my dad. We listen to the show. Love the show. Let's do it nice. all the time. Yeah. I called some of his games while he was in his draft year, mm-hmm. while I was doing some of the Okotoks Oilers stuff. Yeah, you did. It was him and Jacob Bernard Docker, head to head. JBD. Very tilted matchup. Yeah, that was. He's McCarr's, no GV. Carter's older, right? GV. Uh, the that's right. The intern. Now, I understand GVP also, mm-hmm. a decorated hockey player. Oh, is that true? I played a little junior B. This is about as high as I got. Some junior B? Yeah. Well, higher than Kale I got. McCarr, junior B, right? I mean, it's... That's similar. You just need a better line mate. Yeah. yeah. Not right? My fault. Not my fault. So let us know. Uh, give us... So which junior B? Give us the uh, the highlights. Give us the rundown. Uh, played for the Strathmore Wheatland Kings for five years. Played about almost 200 games with them. Yeah. Whoa. Rack them yeah. up. Uh, I mean, do you want me to like give bit you a of stat line? Bit of an accumulator, I guess. Numbers would look pretty good. Yeah, you know, play that long, I suppose. Probably numbers look pretty good. You have a uh, hockey yeah. DB? Yeah, I got an elite prospect. Oh, yeah. Do you have an elite oh, prospect? No. Wow, yeah. let's look. Here the, we all go. Right, here we go. Sorry, <laughs> enough about Leon Dreisaitl. We need some We need some of this in our life. I don't know how to. Oh, there it is. Guess the last name. Still found you. Bingo. Yeah, the last name, It's you got a, You got some vowels butted up against <laughs> yeah, each other it's there, right? a long right? one. Big long Dutch last name. Are we doing two T's Look on at this point oh, per one. game player? Wow, two R's one stuff. T, two R's two T's, one uh, T, two R's one T. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Jeez, are you born in two thousand? God almighty. Two thousand, yeah. <laughs> God. How how old are kids nowadays, Matt? Like how old are these kids? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Sure, hundred <laughs> percent. So you played some some triple A. Mm-hmm. The, some trips with the U15, the North Stars, Blazers, some U16, U18, AA. What? So what happened there? You you get to the U18. Coach, it's a coach wasn't it? You, get, well, uh, you got cut from the trips? Well, in uh, my first year midget, I broke my arm and then had a concussion. Oh, and yeah. I didn't really play that whole season. And then my brother was playing for the Wheaties. So then I skipped my last year midget and played with him. Really? Yeah. H-Dog. Hayden. Yeah. yeah. And find the link to his. Yeah. So were the Canucks, that, would that have been your, uh, would that have been your, your, your quadrant, your AAA team? Uh, if you'd, have, if you'd have gone for it? No, that, they would have just been called the North Stars. That's okay. So you'd have been the North Stars. Yeah. Uh, were they any good? Like, did they miss GVP? Could they have used? Probably. Because it I think feels like you were, anybody can use feels like you were maybe uh, a little butthurt. Did you even try out, or did you just say, no, I'm out? No, I I mean, kind of a bit of both. Yeah. I tried out and then didn't make the main camps, and then I said, okay, see you later. Well, I guess, yeah, then, so you got cut. Throw up right. the deuces, see All ya. Right. Yep, see ya. And I out, quit. And then out to the jungle in Strathmore. Yeah. So uh, what? Franchise leader in goals, points, and assists for the Wheaties. Whoa! Yeah. Settle oh. down! Oh my That's goodness! The truth, Whoa! <laughs> That's amazing. Is there no? What can we play for the guy? Like goodness! Yeah. Good Almighty! Hey, thank you. Wow! That's him. That's yeah. All time? Hey, I, I didn't take the stats, but that's what they say on EP. Oof. 
And look at this, over a point per game. Not a big in the, deal, in the, boom. In the postseason, right? Wow. Oh, I forgot, I can't a lot of penalty minutes in that line. Actually, no, it's not a point per game, are you? You're uh, actually below a point per game. But, I mean, you know, who cares who the points you put up in the playoffs? That doesn't matter. It's what you do in the regular season. Oh, that's, yeah. That's when Big it matters. Big time. Wheaties yeah. weren't much of a playoff team anyway. So, so did you play this matter. past year? I just did, yeah. Just finished my last year. Well, how, how come we're not hearing about this? How come you never can't? You should have come in here and said, listen. 46 PIMS in the playoffs? My I was goodness. second in team scoring this year. Yeah. I mean, a what distant. What did you do uh, the postseason that got you 46 penalty minutes in seven games? Um, They called it a fight, but it wasn't really a fight. I somehow got two 10 minutes on one play. I don't know how, I don't know how the refs wrote that up, but yeah. Some guy got jumped, and then I had to hop in there. And, you know, yeah, yeah. the team. You Third know, man. Yeah, the yeah. team. had to get in there and help my yeah. guy. See, because I, uh, I, I'm not going to say that I know you well, but I feel like in the few weeks that you've been here, I've kind of... You feel a little, you know, kind of soft-spoken. Are you are you a Lady Bing type player, or uh, for the most part, I haven't taken too many penalties yeah, for good, you yeah. know Jungle B standards. Right. I've played with some other guys that racked up like two fifty plus. Because I'm oh. look, yeah, I, I'm looking here eight in the regular season, eighteen pims. Yeah, forty six in seven in the postseason. So yeah, I guess that hey, it's when yeah, it matters, a couple tens yeah, in the couple, postseason, couple but... tens. <clears throat> but led the, happen. led the team. With uh, 22. 22 tucks? 22 tucks. Dang. That's a lot of bingos. Good for you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Couldn't buy an assist this year, but... It's not about assists. Who needs them? No. In the jungle? No one cares about assists. Joe Thornton? Kick rocks. Get out of here. Well, you heard what we just said about Dreisaitl. Had four assists last night on one leg. But beat it. Defensive liability. No one cares about helpers, dude. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So now what? So so you're done with the jungle. You're too old now. Yeah, too old. So now what do we do with ourselves? Are you like some I get senior? Beer league at six forty-five. Some uh, senior. Right now we're playing. Go for an uh, Allen right Cup. Now we're playing beer league. Calgary Solar Bears. A couple of my buddies. That's yeah. Their team name. Solar Bears. Yeah. Uh, I didn't we'll pick go. the name, but well, that's all right. That's what it is. It's an ECHL copyright. So would you say if there was one player? If if the brain trust and the, the brass of the Strathmore Wheatland Kings were sitting around and saying, we need to do something to honor the history of our franchise, let's retire a jersey. Let's put somebody up in the rafters. <laughs> who is the greatest of the great? When you think of the Wheatland Kings in Strathmore, who do you think of? Are they talking about however you say your name? I mean, I don't... I Garrett don't, Vander... Plug. Is it Plug? Yeah, there it is. Okay. There it is. Yeah. yeah. It's the E that throws me off. Yeah. Yeah. Is Garrett Vander Plug's jersey going up to the rafters? I mean, I don't I don't want to like say that I should be or anything, but I mean, Are the all time right? All time time for gun talk. All four stats. I mean, all I mean come on. You know board. what I'm saying? Like I don't want to say it, but Quad I feel crown. like I'm saying it. So I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. GVP. Let's let's. We got some time now before the finals start. Yeah, the we off got, days. We got eight to eleven days. Let's start the campaign. Let's get GVP up in the roof in Strathmore. Right in the room of Lift right it. in the roof of the Strathmore Family Center. Was yeah. It, was it an emotional? So how did the season come to an end? Uh, we were playing the best team in the league, the Oak Tokes Bisons, and uh, we lost in five games. We weren't supposed to win one though. Yeah. So I mean, 
pretty good season. Not a, not a horrible season, but, you know. Wheaties were always the underdog. We were always, like, you know, third, fourth in division. Yeah, yeah. Overcome some of the better teams, but it is what it is. Didn't happen. It is what it is. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's a very mature outlook. Wheaties, uh, Strathmore's a great place to play, though. We had a bunch of fans always coming out. We probably had the biggest fan base in the league in the HJHL. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want to say anything, but I, I'm feeling kind of, uh, whew, you know, I'm starstruck in here. Yeah, right I now. was gonna say a little taken aback. Like, like, can you tell? I'm, I'm like, you're getting a little flustered. I'm a little, I'm a little flustered in here. Well, it's. I didn't realize the kind of greatness that was milling about in here. Okay, so now Dumas, what have you got to offer? <laughs> Not that much. You know, this reminds me of uh, there was a situation back in the second series the Flames hosting the Oilers. Bit of a situation. Yeah. And I was in the hot stove lounge at the Dome yeah. eating my dinner and waiting for the game to start. And a gentleman is kind of wandering around, milling about near the Oilers' room, and he stops in. He says, what are you guys doing here? And I said, this is our closet where we broadcast Flames games. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt Rose. And he went, oh, okay. I'm Paul Coffey. And then he left. And it was that starstruck, like, I can't believe I'm in the same room as Paul Coffey type moment. And I, yeah. You're probably going through the same thing. I'm Matt Rose. I'm Paul Coffey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt Rose. I'm Paul Coffey. Yeah, and he just that's, that's flew out went. of the room. So did you know it was Paul Coffey before he said, I'm Paul Coffey? No. Did not recognize the face. Was he drinking a coffee? No. Being that it was... Oh, that right would have been a good giveaway. I, yeah. No. Apparently he's traveling around with the team, keeping an eye on things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... You uh, know burrito. You know what? That's why we do shows at the Dome. Yeah. So we have stories like that. Yeah. If you guys aren't at the Dome all day, all winter long, we're what not we, getting What are the, we going to do with that? We're not getting the... Uh, I'm Matt Rose. I'm Paul Coffey stories. Yeah. Man, you're not, you're not getting that on QR. You'll, you'll see so many NHLers, hey, man. It's Jock, crazy. Jock's yeah. not got. He hasn't no. got those stories. Old no. Jocko, he's not bringing that no. to the table. He would have recognized Paul. He he probably would have recognized Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah he would have. So on the show today, mm. we've got the Maddie report coming up. It, you know what? Here's the thing. Yo. What? Are we being? Uh, are we being? Used and abused Usually. by our uh, by our by our guests. I don't know what because we got here. we got the heave ho from two of the three yeah, regulars today. Oh, we got the straight Heisman from two of our three regulars. Yeah, Friendship Tuesday. I was so excited to come back see all the friends from usual, and they said yeah. beat it. Stephen Brunt comes on uh, every Tuesday. This week, I'm driving to Newfoundland. Take a hike, fat boy. Okay, Jesus. I'm sorry. Enjoy your by really? all means. Yeah, yeah. Did you keep that as a drop? Like, I feel like you should Well, I wasn't hold on rolling. It was a personal call. Oh. I probably should have kept it to myself. You know, you keep things off the air, off the air. Uh, and then yesterday, Bad boy. Wow. Adnan Verk is like, uh, hey, Tubby, I'm oh. getting on a flight to San Diego. A lot of fat jokes. Go F yourself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> From Adnan. Yes. 
Family Man Adnan yes. gave you the yep. tubby f bomb. He did, and told you to beat it. That was on a voicemail. We didn't. He just hey. Oh, he left you that. Hey, tubby. And then I did. I do think, if I remember back, because I just died. I didn't keep it. I do think he told me to go f myself at the end too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going. To, I'm flying to San Monty. Diego. I won't be on tomorrow. Go f yourself. Beep. That was it. Tubby. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So what we've Adnan's done... Adnan's changed since last time I chatted with him. Yeah, everyone thinks he's this jovial character. Such a mm. nice guy. Isn't uh, it great when Adnan comes on? Just lots of laughs. Such a great guy. Don't be fooled. Yeah. Don't be fooled. That's a really good... Never meet your heroes, boom. That's what they say. Um, so what we've done... Pivot. Yeah. Call an audible at the line. Seven o'clock. Justin Dunk, Three Down Nation. Parent, parent Yeah. The Canadian Football League is ready to fire it up. I heard that. That's what I've heard. Yeah, rumor has it. Sources suggest that uh, the season is right around the corner. Can you cite your sources? No. Mine's CFL.ca. Hmm. The schedule says Stamps and Alouettes on Thursday. A Thursday? Thursday. Well, today's. T- Two days from now. Sorry. Seven o'clock. The, the big barn. Woo. Woo. It's exciting. Justin Dunk, we're going to do a little uh, league preview. Who's going to stink up the joint? And who's going to lift that? Who's going to lift the mug? Do you see those bombers rings that they had? They're Woo. big. You. They're large. Woo. Hey, Dumas. Oh, you big. must be. You, <laughs> you must be. Hey, bomber honk. You must have loved it. Oh, it was Did you get one? The size of your head. No. I wish, though. Season ticket holders got one. What? Yeah. Replicas. Replicas, but still. Pretty nice. They're actually, uh... Hmm? The, the fans in Winnipeg, they have probably a pretty solid fan base there, right? Don't they? Yeah, they got the beer snake. It's not... I do like their beer snake. Like, it's not Regina... <laughs> it's not Saskatchewan. That's on another level. But I, I think... Ryder fans? I don't know. Like, I've been to the new stadium in Regina there twice, I think, now, mm. for Ryder games. It's not the same type of atmosphere it was at Taylor Field by far. It just, it can't be. No. I've heard that. It just doesn't feel the same. And then you go, you go uh, over to IG in Winnipeg, it's like, wee bit louder. Well, I wonder, are you being a little, I mean, because the buildings are very similar. They both got the arched roofs. They got the, the root, you know. It's... We don't got, they don't got Pilsner Palace, but they got the Rum Hut. I mean the th- <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what? Right, yeah. Pilsner Place. What? But no, there was something special about Taylor Field. It was yeah. where it was low. I mean, it's kind of the same location. You had the bench seating on the university stand. But it was tight. I loved it. It was tight. Now it's much, you know, it's it's bigger. It's not just it's not going to have the same. And again, that's the sign, congratulations, Dumont, of getting old. You're now getting into that you don't know it. You didn't realize it, but you're now getting into the used to used to be category. Yeah. Things used to be better. I used to be better at this. I used to be able to do that. I used to want to do that. You're now you're now a used to. Oh God. You see, you're you have your face all that's demoral. Turned upside at down there in the morning. I'm just telling you. Oh Great, God, it's a kick in the pants. Oh, used to. Where's the cutoff line? Good morning. You're old. See Where you later. Used to. Dang. You too, Maddie Rose. Yeah, I used to. Soon enough. Really enjoy making fun of old people. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you're not yet used to. Hmm? But it's close. 
You're not used to yet. But very soon, I assure you. Now, GVP, he's a long ways. Yeah, oh, heaps. 2,000 right. born. What's he's... the cutoff line for a Usta or to be in the Usta category? Well, you have to, you know what it is? It takes some, you have to be honest with yourself. It takes some self-reflection, some analysis. Mm-hmm. When things aren't as good as they used to be, when things were better at an, at an earlier time in life, you're flirting with being a Usta. All right. Like I used to be able to do sports without stretching and have no fear. No, that's not the case. I don't even get on the Peloton without stretching for like eight or nine minutes. Well, that's just that's just smart. Didn't used to be. All people should stretch, no matter your age. I'm so I'm, I would. But uh, you didn't need GVP, to. one of the most decorated. Yeah, we land of uh, elite athlete back here. Kings, wheat, 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 Brandon Wheat, Wheaties, 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 Wheatland Kings. Uh, I guarantee he went through a stretching regimen before and after games. Absolutely not. Right? Jungle? Oh. No chance. In the jungle? No, you're no. not. St- We're just kicking <laughs> the soccer ball around for a good hour and a half. Hey, guys, uh, I know you're going for some beers. I'm just going to do some foam rolling for about <laughs> half an hour, and then I'll be there. Where are you guys headed? Boston four games, Pizza? Four games. You just play like six games of Super Bowl. <laughs> going to BP? I was, I was elite at Super Bowl for yeah. games here. Elite. There's no shame in being used to. It's all good. Uh, 960-960, the fan feedback line. Uh, 6 a.m. to 6.30 daily on 960, Wheatland Kings Talk. Yes, and welcome to it. If you would like to sponsor our uh, our new daily feature. Because, again, he, <laughs> flames are out, and we've got 11 days until the cup final gets going. Uh, he's in some great company. Brian Prop, Ray Ferraro. Yeah, some of the great Wheat Kings of all time. No, that's... Is it not the same? No, those that's are... That's Brandon Wheat Kings. Those would be different. Brent Cron? I saw Brent Cron yesterday. Lucky. Yeah. I'm so jealous. What a nice man. He's uh, he's one of the best. He's one of my favorite humans. I don't know what the... What was like, he doing? Did you just run into him? You nah, give him a knuckle you, bonk? What you, no, we uh, we went for breakfast. Oh. But I'd had breakfast here, so I went and had a... Uh, and had pails of coffee by the time that, so I went and had a juice. Oh. And he had a coffee, and we caught up. You said hi on how things uh, used to be. Oh, couple of Eustas there. Well, that guy can talk about Eusta. Yeah, Dude, what a guy. I mean, what a guy. Great man. Yeah. So Justin Dunk, as I said, coming an hour two. Frank Saravalli, the only guy we can count on. Although last week he gave us the finger. Yeah, we had to wait. Oh, for he him. flipped the bird. Yeah, three he days. Said, he he sent me a text actually. Hey, you flabby sack of... <laughs> Whoa. He, re- he called me a sack of bleep. That's the flabby. Fil- sh- hey, you flabby sack of bleep. That's the Philly, though. I'm going to Denver. Yeah. You and your stupid radio. Kick, go kick, bleep yourself. Kick rocks. Yeah, and- kick rocks. So this week, none of that. He texted me. Yeah, I'm good for it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I'm like, are you flying? Are you doing this? Like, no, I went back to Philly after uh, game two. I saw the writing on the wall, maybe. Probably don't need to go all the way to Edmonton to cover this thing again. So we'll have Sarah Valley on in hour two. Hour three, no Adnan Verk. We'll, uh, we'll see. At least gone to the mountains on the off day. Well, though. whatever. So we'll talk to, uh, maybe we'll, we'll try and get somebody. Maybe our boy. I'll reach out to our boy up in Edmonton and see. Cameron? We'll see if Cameron wants to come on. Yeah, I know it's a blank screen over there. It's okay. So you 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 know what? There was a time where you would have figured that out. You used to know 
who Cameron was. And look at you bringing on uh, Hockey Night in Canada play-by-play, Harner Ryan Singh. Yes, sir. talk this morning. Dive right into that Eastern Conference final. Big game tonight, game four, down in Almaly Arena. That's right. We'll get all the details. Get his thoughts on Nikita Kucherov and the vaunted goaltending matchup. Does that mean it's, what is it? What? Vaunted. Like it's, I don't know, held in high regard? It's one of those sports Something terms Something you're excited that we use. for? Yeah, it's one of those sports terms that we use that we don't know We why. don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Or we're probably using it long. About, especially in an excessive way. That's what vaunted means. Yeah. That that aptly fits what I was trying to say. Well, that's good. Uh, and we got the uh, the Manny report. Things we'll talk about this morning. Boston Bruins gunning their head coach, Bruce Cassidy. 51, a 51-win season and shown the door. But there's obviously more to it. We've seen some very decorated coaches get the door. Barry Trotz, Peter DeBoer, Bruce Cassidy. Um, there's some there's and some, some decent seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this could be a, a very interesting year in terms of the well, it's going to be coaching vacancies combined with big time coaching names that are available. We'll talk. Maybe we'll talk to Sarah Valley about that. Maybe we'll talk to Cameron about that. We'll see. I still have no idea I know what you you're don't. talking about. Uh, I'm like, Inspector, Wilkins, Stoffer. Maddie Report. Jack. When we come back, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Program is brought to you by Sundry Golf Club. I would recommend go online and check out the website. There's a lot of, probably a lot of questions. Well, they've got all the answers. Sundrygolf.com. They got the stay and play packages. So you get together with some buddies. And look into the stay and play packages. You can combine some courses, some different rounds. Awesome. Starting at 189 bucks per person based on double occupancy. That in addition to everything else. Book your tea time. Get out to Sundry. Sundry Golf Club. Maybe not today. Hmm. My kid works at a golf course. Ooh. And yesterday, he was quite sure that he wasn't going to be working because it was... Wind between hail at times, torrential downpour, strong winds. And he was supposed to, hey, give us a call at three and we'll let you know if if we need you to come in. That was in the morning. Called at three. They're like, yeah, come on in. Oh. So what? Pardon me. He's like, I got it. Like, I'm going into, I'm going into work. This is crazy. Really? Yeah, it's men's night. Oh, well. See, there it is. Enjoy. Uh, Cheers, lad. What kind of condition would it have to be for some of those guys to be like, no, I'll stay home, babe. Look after the kids. I'll be home for dinner. Don't worry about it. Snow? Uh, under no, you talk about the mail. Sleet, snow, ha- no chance. Isn't it raining? No, it's not nope. at the course, though. No, no, definitely not. I just checked and uh, on the Doppler radar, yep. apparently. Apparently! They got a webcam. You can't see it. It's for members only, it's, but it's uh, you fine. Babe, you wouldn't believe it. There's yep. a little pocket of, uh, like, it's chilly, but you, there's a pocket. You, there. No rain. Actually, it, partly sunny. Every storm has an eye. Yeah. I've learned that. Not yeah, just hurricanes. Yeah. And ours is right at the golf course. That's right. Well, good for him. 
<laughs> oh, I love the fan feedback line. It's so oh, great. no. No, it's good. It, it, you know what? You're getting a little bit of everything. You get a little bit of everything. Frank Surrey Valley Hour 2. Justin <laughs> Dunk Hour 2. Maddie Rose. Right now with the Pinder Report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. I'm Matt Rose. Lardy Rose. I'm Matt Rose. Yo! What's up? Welcome inside. We'll start with the Stanley Cup playoffs Monday. Oilers hosting the Avalanche. Game four of the Western Conference Final. The Oilers trying to avoid a sweep. The Avalanche trying to punch their ticket to the Cup Final. And this game was a doozy. Zach Cassian with an early slashing penalty sent Kale McCarr and the Avalanche to an early power play. Maladu Lekkinen taps it back for Kale McCarr. Let's it go again. He shoots and scores. Oh, hail Kale. It's a power play goal. The Avalanche strike first. Kale McCarr. Oh, hell, hell. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know what it is? It's a show. Oh, Carver Gahey does a great job on the radio. You sit back and just let let the hockey team and, and McGahey entertain you all night. Buckle in. Kale McCarr buries it after Mike Smith makes a great save on Nathan McKinnon's one-timer. Gets back to the point. The Calgarian goes barred down. Pretty even first period, but Colorado takes a 1-0 lead into the intermission. A desperate Oilers team coming out in the second, though. They held court until they eventually tied the game. The Oilers line, Nurse to Drysaddle open, Hyman back, Inner score! This game is tied! First shot of the second period goes in! And Hyman, with his 10th of the postseason, ties game four! Hyman's having a great postseason. Oilers catch the avalanche on a sketchy line change by the youngster Bowen Byram. Nurse quick up to dry sidle, finds Hyman streaking to the net. He beats Fransos to tie the game just before the eight-minute mark in period number two. Two teams kept battling until eventually Edmonton took the lead. Devin Taves turned it over. Nugent Hopkins breakaway for the lead. He scores! A backhander blocker side. And Edmonton has its first lead of game four. Two to one. And I, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but a tough break for Devon Taves there. The puck bounces over his stick. Ryan Nugent Hopkins makes no mistake on the breakaway against Fransos. Looked like the Oilers are in good position to force a trip back to Denver after Alex Newhook put the puck over the glass and sent the Oilers to the man advantage. Try subtle. McDavid, wrist shot, score! Power play goal for the captain! Edmonton three unanswered in period two! A laser from the captain. McDavid gets his 10th goal of the playoffs, loads up the wrister from the far boards on his offside. He beats Fransos at 18.54. So the Oilers are up 3-1 to one going into the third. Things looking pretty good at this point, hey, Boom? Yeah, unless things kind of get silly in the third. The Oilers are uh, well on their way here, Whoa, right? what could go wrong? Travis got Taves. Shot. Score! Tipped in front. I think it's Nathan McKinnon on the shot from Devon Taves. And Colorado, exactly what the doctor ordered. 31 seconds into the third period. They get one back. I think it's a Tavesser from Devon Taves. No, it's all good. It's all good. Everything's good. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point shot from Devon Taves deflects off CC past Mike Smith. Excellent play by Kale McCarr to beat a couple Oilers at the far point, holding the line, setting up the early pressure goal. And 
Getting a little bit of that nervous energy back into the building, but three and a half minutes later, Zach Hyman again. This guy's been too good. Three on two, Edmonton. Dry settle and Hyman with him. Dry settle. Off to Hyman. One timer score. Four, two, Edmonton. Hyman a pair. And the Oilers back to a two goal lead with their season on the line. Jack Michaels calling the Oilers goals for us there. A turnover by Nathan McKinnon sends the Oilers the other way. That pass in particular by Leon Dreisaitl was one where I was like, oh yeah, this guy, he does not want to end this season. And it was a weird one because he kind of flubbed on it, right? The Hyman one-timer, he, yep. he didn't get all of it. It was kind no. of a... Almost a little rainbow into the back of the net. Yeah. But the pass itself was a great rush and it just... Hyman almost hit over on the far boards and great feed by Dreisaitl. He puts it on a tee. I know it's, people don't want to hear about him, but he's... He's the finest passer that the league's got right now. And listen, he could barely get up every time he got knocked down, and the Avs made sure to bump him whenever they could. Their sticks were getting tangled up in his feet. He was falling all over the place. Oilers are up 4-2 at this point. You just got to keep it simple, right? That's all you got to do, and you'll be headed back to Denver for Game 5. Just keep it simple, guys. Simple, simple, simple. Got high in the zone. Bo Byram. Shot on. Save made. Rebound is loose. Smith down. Puck is in the net. They score. They score. Gabe Landeskog jumps on a rebound. This all begins, and we didn't have it off the start of the clip there, but Mike Smith goes out to play the puck. Yeah. Darnell Nurse right in his hip pocket, but rather than give it to Nurse, Smith launches it up the boards, trying to send a forward, hits the referee. Chaos ensues. Cue the Benny Hill soundtrack, and eventually Gabe Landeskog bumps that one into the net. Oiler fans a little bit upset because they thought that there was a little bit of goalie interference there. I don't necessarily see it. I just think that's the situation where you have to make the smart play. Oh, yeah, or, or cover the rebound or get the rebound out of there or do it. Certainly there was more. No, I, I didn't see goalie interference. I get why Smith. But the thing is with Smith, there's always something wrong when the puck's behind him. Somebody made a mistake. Ref made a bad call. It should have been blown dead. It was all Something's always yeah. wrong with what's just taken place whenever Smith lets one in. So strangest coincidences around that guy. Anyways, uh, tight game at this point. Superstar moment, right? Through center ice. Nice little play. McKinnon, far side circle. McKinnon, a shot. He scores! The Mac attack is back, Jack! And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, this is a tie hockey game! Pretty good. So a 3-1 lead <laughs> and a 4-2 lead evaporate for the Oilers. Yes, sir. McKinnon with a great rush there. Another outstanding play by Kale McCarr. He escapes two four-checking Oilers, sends the puck up the boards. Lekkinen with a little touch pass. McKinnon gets it at full speed, screaming through the neutral zone, and is able to bury that one. Uh, and then I didn't love the call on Derek Ryan. He takes a holding penalty. He gets tangled up with uh, Miko Rantanen. It sends the avalanche on the power play late in the third period. McKinnon. Up the near side flank, Landis Gog leaves it off the wall for Kale McCarr in space. Over for Rantanen. Rantanen shoots. He scores! The Moose is loose! Goose. The Moose. He's loose. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl doing everything they possibly could out there, but at that point, you're on the power play. Miko Rantanen's able to beat Mike Smith. Down low off a really nice entry by their top unit, so the Avs go up by one goal with five minutes left. 
felt like curtains at that point, but like I said, 97 and 29, other ideas. Here comes McDavid in transition. One-timer, drives out a score! Zach Cassian on the rebound! We are tied at 5, 3.22 to play! That comes about two minutes after the Oiler or the Avalanche are able to take the lead, and that sends us in overtime. It's a little bit of overtime. Mm -hmm. Brief though. Elm back from the car, lets it go, tipped on, rebound, score! It's Arturi Lekkinen! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! Pretty good. Arturi Lekkinen sends his team to the Stanley Cup Final for the second consecutive year. Last season with the Canadiens, now with the Avalanche after they got him in a trade. Bats a puck out of the air to himself, shoots, grabs his own rebound, buries past Mike Smith. Really close on the high stick. Important to remember that it's with the player's shoulders because it wasn't high sticked into the net. And how about this on TNT as they were going over it with their rules analyst? That has to be above the shoulder. Oh. Puck on the stick, above the shoulder. Holy shit. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's Holy a tough one. Just sucks. That's going to be. Don Koharski. <laughs> With the S bomb <laughs> on national television. I mean. <laughs> There's no, there's bigger crimes. I mean, I, should we be able to, the S bombs at the worst thing? But well, it, Levi Mitchell had a beauty for us well, yesterday, yeah. so. But it's it's the uh, just the awareness. <laughs> a boy, Coho, as they call him. The Avalanche are one step closer to their goal. They'll have nine or twelve days to rest, depending on how long the Eastern Conference final goes. Nathan McKinnon also talked about where he was for that overtime winner when uh, Lekkinen found the back of the net. He had a wide open net, and I think he went posted in and kind of gave me a heart attack. But uh, awesome play, uh, you know, beating his D off the wall and, and, and getting a great tip. And um, you know, that's why you, you trade for guys like that, you know, at the deadline. Yeah, I trade 10, 10 first rounders for him right now. So uh, we'll all be gone when those guys come to the league, anyways. So I'll be gone by the time they're gone. Ten first rounders yeah, for our Terry yeah. That's the going price now. That's how the cookie crumbles for uh, Colorado. They're off to the cup final. For the Oilers, they win the Battle of Alberta in five games to be swept by the Avalanche in the Western Conference final. Jay Woodcroft post game. We didn't do a good enough job with uh, the amount that we were giving up. And uh, the most important thing I'm going to take out of this is that we've, you know, to get to this spot, we're proud. But we also realize uh, to move on, there's more. There's more. And um, we're going to find it as we move forward. Going to find it. Jay Woodcroft and the Oilers. Back to the drawing board. But things to build on following a loss in the conference final to the Avalanche. It does make you wonder if they were just a little better defensively and in goal. And you think, okay, it's the offseason. You're going to go and address those things. Maybe it's a trade. Maybe it's free agency. You go out and you address that. It's never quite that easy. Never. But the one thing that we talked about, even in this game, where they had the lead and gave it up, they're going to be they're going to be able to get back into hockey games. They're going to be able to score their way back in, and it masks some problems for sure. 
But if they can find a way to tighten things up a little bit, you're not going to get a Paul Coffey necessarily out there, Matty Rowe. <laughs> but that'll be a big focus this offseason. Well, and of course, Darnell Nurse gets the big salary bump going into this offseason up to nine and a quarter. He played through a completely torn hip flexor in the postseason. We'll see what else kind of comes out as they do their locker clean out. Also, it's been reported that Nazem Kadri had surgery on his thumb. Unlikely, but not ruled out to return for the Stanley Cup final. As for the Eastern Conference final, continues tonight. This Tuesday, Game 4 from Tampa. Rangers lead the series two games to one. Tampa's already come back from a 2-1 deficit this year, doing so against the Leafs in the first round. They got a chance to make it even, heading back to Madison Square Garden. The Lightning are 1-2 all-time in best-of-seven series when trailing 2-0, but then winning Game 3. John Cooper, a little bit of a humbling comment on the off day. By no means can we hang our hat because we scored a goal with 42 seconds left and and won a hockey game that, um, oh, we're good. Uh, that game had overtime probably written all over it and who knows what happens then and it would be you know amateur of us to think that because we snuck a game out at the end that oh we're, we're good been a long playoff run for the rangers as well looks like they're gonna move on to the final round they'll go long again both the first rounds went seven games for new york this one's gonna go at least five games but with tampa involved you gotta feel like it might go longer Rangers goals per game way up in this round compared to the last one. They averaged 2.86 against the Hurricanes. They're up to 3.67 against the Lightning. A bit of a surprising stat, but like I said, 6 p.m. start. Gerard Gallant did say he expected Ryan Strom to play despite not skating on the off day. We'll have this game on uh, Sportsnet 960 or you can catch it on your Sportsnet family of channels. One other surprising note from the NHL Monday, the Bruins announced they have let go head coach Bruce Casty. Been coaching the Bruins for the last six years, never missed the playoffs. A surprising move out of Boston. Uh, they're going to be a really interesting team to watch this offseason. Patrice Bergeron still undecided on his future as a UFA. Some key players expected to miss the start of the year after undergoing surgery as well. That includes Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, and Matt Grizzlick. If the, the, you think of that, that group, that it's it's now obviously Krejci gone. If I can't imagine Bergeron playing anywhere else, frankly, but you, you see Charlie, just that whole group that was together going back to that 2011 run, and because they got what got 2019 went to the Cup final against St. Louis, and the uh, the word is Bruce Cassidy, not the easiest on younger players. Well, just ask Jake DeBrusque. The future of this team right now is in younger players moving forward. And it was interesting because we talked to uh, Sarah Valley last week and he said, uh, interesting comments coming from Don Sweeney and Cam mm -hmm. Neely. Not exactly votes of confidence for Cassidy. So not a not a complete stunner, I guess, when we saw that come down yesterday. But feels like it might be a young coach, maybe a first time coach, but somebody who's maybe more able or willing to put up with the growing pains that come with younger players. We'll see how it goes. They do have a good top pair when healthy, though, with uh, the addition of Hampus Lindholm at the deadline, signed to a long-term extension, and then, of course, Charlie McAvoy signed to a long-term deal as well. Last note from the NHL, the Lady Bing Award announced Monday, the winner being Winnipeg Jets forward Kyle Connor, the player judged who exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. He had four PIMS and 47 goals. That's basically what you need to know about Kyle Connor. We'll find out who wins the King Clancy Trophy a little bit later on tonight. Uh, down in Chicago, the Stockton Heat were in action. Freddie Hamilton! 
Freddie Hamilton uh, no longer plays for the Stockton mm. Heat, but there are lots of prospects down there. You think of your Zaries, your Pelchies, those type of guys. Uh, this one, tight. Looked like it was going to overtime, actually. All tied up, but uh, game-winning goal comes late in the third period. I got it. His game is has a breakaway. Chicago Wolves lead 3-2. 17 seconds remain. Little AHL call. Color guy was very excited, as you heard in the background. A former Flame Josh Levo scores the game winner with 17 seconds. Second breakaway of the game. Dustin Wolf stopped him the first time, didn't have the answer oh, the dear. second time. They lose. They're down 2-0. Series continues on Wednesday. It'll shift back to Stockton. Sounded like it was a little bit of a turnover there. Yeah, it was not good. It was a full court press in the last kind of dying seconds, and the weak side defenseman was trying to jump for a pass, and instead it went the other way, and Levo just kind of scooped it, and see you later, and no chance you were catching him. Uh, over on the diamond, uh, Jay's game delayed due to rain. Was supposed to start just after six. They played ball closer to eight instead. Ross Stripling was dynamite, five innings, two strikeouts. Got some run support in the second inning as well. Bichette stares out the 0-1. In the air, out towards center field. Taylor goes back, stops at the wall, turns around. It's gone! Bo Bichette with a two-run home run in the fourth inning. He takes Lynch to straightaway center field, and he's got his ninth of the year. That made it 2-0 in the fourth. A solo shot for Vladi, and then a two-run home run for Santiago Espinal. Would see the Jays win the game 8-0. Series continues tonight. First pitch at 6-10. Alec Manoa will take a 6-1 record to the mound to face off against the 1-6 Brad Keller. And just the note from Canadian Soccer, a couple statements released from the men's soccer team and the players and uh, Canadian men's soccer as kind of the, the overarching body entity mm -hmm. that it is amidst their ongoing wage dispute. Negotiations continue, but the teams have agreed to continue their practice and preparation ahead of the World Cup in five-ish months. They're set to play Curaco uh, on Thursday. We'll see. They had matches canceled earlier in the week. That's your report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes, 51st Ave. And 3rd Street Southeast. We're after 7. We break. Hour 2 comes back. Justin Dunk, 3 Down Nation. We'll CFL preview. We got Dave Dickinson on the show tomorrow and a big guest we're expecting on Thursday. We get into it. CFL is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Dunk next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.